Hey, welcome to Docs and Crocs. I'm Docs. I'm Crocs. And uh, every week we're going to sit on this couch and uh, check in. Yeah, we'll be checking in with you. You'll be checking in with us. What's good? What's current? And uh, if you stick around long enough, you might just get a good laugh. Definitely not. Or even become a better person. Certainly not. Thanks for listening. All right, here we are once again. Welcome back. Hello. Welcome back to episode four. Quattro. Of the Docs and the Crocs. Um, so, we have our very first guest today. Woot woot. Um, the guest on the podcast today is my wife, Brianna, YouTube extraordinaire, yep. content creator extraordinaire, mother extraordinaire. Keep it coming, keep it coming. <laughs> keep it coming. Um, it just all around extraordinaire. Yes. Make sure you always keep your mic up oh. here. Yeah. Or else can the people you, can't hear you. Can you crop out mistakes like this? Uh, there's no cropping. Okay. Yep. This is off the cuff. It's just real. It's just real. It's just off it's the cuff. It's real and there live. There is no take. There is no take twos, no do-overs. This is it. Okay. Because I talk it. with my hands. Okay. Just make so sure that that hand is stationary <laughs> okay. right up here. Hello. There you go. Let's do this. That way everyone knows who you are. All right. So thanks for coming on, babe. What's up? How do you feel about being on the podcast? Well, I I have like a podcast in my head all the time. I'm always talking to myself. Yeah. But I don't The inner talk. monologue, yeah. The inner absolutely. monologue. Yeah. Um, I describe what I'm doing throughout the day when no one is around. But I'm nervous to do a podcast because I've never done this. Well, in real life. you get to you get to cross it off the list now. Okay, I kind of want to. I'm like, yeah, I I, like we're talking to each other. You know what I mean? We're not talking to the camera. No, we're not. Forget the camera. Circulo. We need a circulo. <laughs> a circulo. In case anybody has one of those on Craigslist, please yeah. let us know. A nice fire circulo. We can sing Kumbaya. Yeah, That's exactly what I meant. I mean, soon it. we'll be able to do whatever the heck we want. Soon. Can we yeah. talk about that for a second? We, we'll have a. Oh my gosh, we'll have. We'll be able to build our own studio space. If you want a fire in there, so be it. We grew from 128 followers on TikTok to 1,800 followers on Whoa. TikTok in 24 hours. Absolutely yeah. insane in the membrane. So I think we should take just a moment really fast to say thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your wide range of comments. <laughs> <laughs> Going through those comments was like, I think the icing on the cake at work yesterday. Because it was yeah. just so... You're, that's obstruction of justice. Oh dear, oh dear. And it's you guys had some haters. It, I saw that. Yeah, Ryan had that. some big haters. <laughs> yeah, how does it feel, Ryan? I think I've made it. Yeah. I think we made it. That's I think we made it. I shouldn't say I. I think we've made it. We definitely have some people that think we are awful, and we have some people that think we're great. I mean, obviously. Right. I don't think I don't think seventeen hundred people followed us because they think we're awful. You know, we're just awful human beings, and we profit <laughs> off. <laughs> Zodiac Murders. killers. I know. I love the people who are like, this is all for clout. This is all for yeah. clout. I think that was the craziest thing for me. Like, as a content creator, you see people get bashed for like, yeah. oh, they're just making this up for this or this. And you don't know. But when you're the one telling your stories, when you're the one making it, and people are just like, I can tell that this is fake. You're like, oh, dang. Like... It's that's like crazy. That. Like yeah. that's just the way it is. So you just can't. You just gotta roll with the punches, man. You just gotta roll with the punches. <laughs> Tell them to touch grass and roll with the punches. But more importantly, here. More importantly. More importantly. So I'm Crocs. He's Docs. What shoe do you Ooh, most identify, identify with? your footwear? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I feel like I have to be flops, flip flops. Okay. Docs, Crocs, flip flops. Like, are we talking? Okay. So there's like, flip flops, like with the little. Big toe. Oh yeah, thongs. <laughs> thongs. Yeah. Thongs. Like yeah. Thongs. Flip flops or like um, or like the uh, the ones that wrap over the hipsters. Yeah, slides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slides. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's even right better. now, I'm, yeah, 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 I'm in that slides Burks game. Okay. Um, but I also do socks. Nice. Oh wow. And I'm also flexible. Docs, Crocs, <laughs> and flip flops with socks. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. That is a <laughs> slides with socks. Wow. Wow. Do you feel, um, if you wear flip-flops with socks, do you feel like you're ready to mow the lawn and barbecue instantly? I 
I go back to my <laughs> basketball days, so I don't feel that way. Oh, that's right. You were sporty. So my yes. wife is very sporty. She won yes. awards for being best. Awards. Best what? <laughs> Defensive? Defensive player. I got MVP, but I didn't make enough shots, like three-pointers. Okay. No. So I just did a lot of rebounds. I was aggressive. I broke a girl's eyebrow open on accident. Naturally. <laughs> Naturally on accident. I w- Naturally. Isn't that, I would call that best offensive player. Yeah. Like well, best I bust your way the ball from player. her because she was like bouncing it out there. And then I turned and you know, you got to use your. Naturally. Yeah. And so she's like, to. the ball. And then my elbow is like right <laughs> there. And then, yeah, if your face bleed, like busts open, it bleeds a lot. Trigger warning. Blood. We don't give warnings around here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't give warnings. Too late. Too late warning. So yeah, I was in basketball. I don't know if you you like to cook. That's what the socks and sandals would make you. Oh cook. yeah, you you're the, the you'd be you'd be the dad. You'd oh, be the barbecue. Okay. I know. I was I, I was, was the first. So I was like, confused, wait, yeah. but that would be you. Yeah. If so, each one of us would identify differently. Yeah. If we were wearing socks and flip flops, you it makes you think of basketball. Yeah, I think you're the you're the barbecue dad. Oh, guaranteed. And I'd be the the mow the lawn, yeah. Accidentally run over the football dad. Yes, the lawnmower. Yeah. You Sorry, would, kids. You'd be yelling at like some neighborhood kids, and you'd be taking your eyes off of the grass, and then all of a sudden. That's totally yeah yeah yeah. I used. I mean, I I would like to think that in every way I'd be a fun dad, mm-hmm. but I I know for a fact that once we build our dream home. And our daughter's a little bit older. Like, I'm going to be the guy that's, like, yelling at kids to get off the lawn. I know it. <laughs> I know it. Because you're going to do that all this hard work on, on the lawn. And then the kids are just going to stomp on your fresh grass. You become your worst enemy. You've chased down kids on our dirt property. Okay. Well, hold on. <laughs> so Called out. Shots fired. <laughs> beep, beep, it's beep, like, beep, don't beep. step on the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good weeds. So we live on like a very open property. We live on an open piece of property. We don't really have fences everywhere. And we have a dog. And the kids will just like wander onto our property. And you're just, and the dog's barking. And like, I can't let him out or else he might attack them. So I went out there and I was like, get out of here so my dog doesn't bite you. That was pretty much what I was, I was trying to protect them. It was a protection thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause you're, yeah, your personality is very like, I'm going to protect what's mine. Oh, yeah. Even if you're a seven-year-old. <laughs> okay. My, I have a trespassers will be shot, survivors will be shot again personality. Okay. You ever seen those signs? Trespassers will be shot, survivors no. will be shot again. You've never seen those? Never. They put no. them in like thrift stores and stuff. That's ah. hilarious. That's quality. Yeah. That is, that is quality. So right now we have a little bit of a discussion going on. I don't know if you've heard about it, but I asked Ryan his top three favorite Marvel movies Ooh, right yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. Wow. Like right now off right the in this cuff. moment. Oh yeah, go for it. Yeah. So what are your top You're three? asking me. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Top top yeah. top three Marvel movies. No, I wasn't prepared. You don't it's, I wasn't either <laughs> oh, when you asked me. Shoot. Okay. Um <laughs> in no order. In no order. Just, just just top three. Off the cuff. The Marvel. Sorcerer's Stone. You're joking. <laughs> Last Jedi and Your baby. Um Minecraft. <laughs> Okay, I was, <laughs> I was about to, I was about to hit end. Uh, like that was the podcast I can't right wait there. To watch your reactions. Uh, oh my man. god, you Marvel, you know. Mm, no, I know, I know. <laughs> that was a close one. I was scared. I feel like I have to go. Ooh, the one, was it Endgame or was it the one where they all come out of the orbs? of the the portals? The portals, not the orbs. What was that? Endgame. That's I love that one because I get those two confused. What's the other one called? Infinity War. Infinity War. War Endgame. Which one came first? We don't know. Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We have no idea. No when you clue. watch them, they're just like a, a blurb, a blurb of. Okay, is so Endgame. You know, go go for it. Um, go for it. I do like. What's that girl? <laughs> Wonder Woman. No. <laughs> Asking this question, it's real. It's just you just. What's the girl that's from a different country? (laughs) (laughs) From a different country? Spider Man. What? What? (laughs) How did you wait? (laughs) Who's the girl from a different country? Spider Man. She has an accent and she's like, "Let's go, Wonder Woman." Yeah, it's Wonder Woman. Uh, All right. Right. 
Except Come on, somebody got to know. Wonder Woman about. is DC. DC. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Wakanda forever. Wakanda uh, forever. Perfect. All right. Um, Which Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Which one? Which Spider-Man? The last one. Okay, no the one home. with all three. Oh, I loved that one so much. We, w- I remember we were crying. We were crying. All right, that's a good that's answer. The one. That's a good answer. Zendaya's yes. a queen. Tom Holland's great, and then all three of them together were like. Speaking perfect. of actors, mm-hmm. um, since you think Tom Holland is so great, I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so this started in comments on social media, and now mm-hmm. it's turned into real life. Mm-hmm. At least ten people at this point have told me. Even people in the comments on TikTok have told me that I look like Pedro Pascal, like younger. They don't even say that. They just say Pedro Pascal. The lady at uh, Sprouts the other day, she's like, you know who you look like? And I was like, I bet I do. So how do you feel about that? How do you feel about the fact that I am a young a Pedro Pascal? stunt double for Pedro Pascal. How do you feel about that? How do I feel about it? Well, obviously, he has to go as the Mandalorian for Halloween. I guess I do. Any other, any other costume? Or Joel from The Last of Us. Mm. No, like, I mean like that would be hard to dress up as, or or, or you can be his character in Narcos. I could do that. I could put on yeah. some really tight jeans and yes. act like a douche. Yeah. You mean you don't already? Oh gosh! <laughs> I don't wear tight jeans anymore. Got it. I see. How That's do you feel as my wife that people think I look like Pedro Pascal? Do you agree? You know what? Like I didn't know who he was at first. Do you think Pedro Pascal is a heartthrob? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Well, I will take that as a compliment. He, if he looks Absolutely. like a heartthrob, then that means that you're a heartthrob. That was the, so, that was the test, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I didn't really know anything about him because you don't see his face in The Mandalorian, so... This is the way. Yeah. This is the way. <laughs> so then when we watched The Last of Us, which is so good, Yeah. and people kept saying that you look like him, that's all I see when I watch. Okay. When I watch The Last of Us. So you see an apocalypse you. when you look at my face? Cheesy <laughs> bits. No, I get it. I get yeah, it. So, and I, so I feel like he's right. Like I, I don't have any celeb crushes until now because he's just like you guys have a vibe. Wow. Speaking right. of celebrity crushes, yeah. Tell us yeah. about yours. I bet you have a lot. What? No, no, no. no, no. That's not. That's not where <laughs> I was going oh, with this. Oh, but okay. what? <laughs> yeah. Tell us so, all of them. Uh, Gosh, this kind of leads into like the embarrassing date segment, you know? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. What were you going to say, though? Speaking so, of celebrity crushes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's funny because we all know this person. And one day she posts on her story that her celebrity crush is Joseph Gordon Levitt. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. And somebody, maybe her or somebody else, said that I look like Joseph Gordon Levitt. And I was like, I wonder if that if that means like she likes mm. my face too, because mm. I look like Joseph Gordon Levitt. But defi- I don't know. You definitely do. Like you are spitting Joseph Gordon Levitt. So we are just younger Joseph Gordon Levitt and Pedro Pascal. We should change the name of the podcast. You can't not. Just stunt doubles. Yeah. I think. <laughs> just stunt we only have people on the podcast that look like other people. Yes. Or just call it That's wish the version. What's the what's oh. the lady who plays Wonder 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 Woman? Since you were mentioned, is Gal 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 Galdo? Uh, no clue. There we go. I so don't know. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Gal Galdo, and Perfect. Pascal. That's the way. And is, this is the way. <laughs> yeah, and it took me about a year to catch on that maybe, <laughs> maybe two years, it took me to catch on that this girl might like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love how you looked into the camera as you said that. Oh my! <laughs> he was like the fact that this girl might like me. <laughs> I can't wait for the comments. You got called a hottie in the comments, actually. Which Ooh. somebody commented on our most recent, or on the on the big one, the one got like you know three hundred thousand yeah. views, and said, "Who's the hottie in the glasses?" Damn. So maybe she's a New Zealand girl. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's. Uh, Jenna Ortega. Oh, please. Maybe. Oh, please. <laughs> Don't give me that kind of hope. <laughs> She's uh, her fake profile. Just. And speaking of New Zealand, we now have listeners in Ecuador. We're international, baby. We are international Coming podcast. Coming at you from different continents. Love Seriously. It. Yes. But another embarrassing dating story. Okay. So I worked at this place. We'll leave things undisclosed so I don't, you know, ruin. It's a good my idea. G- Your life. Yeah, I don't ruin my life. <laughs> um, 
And this girl, I don't know how much detail I can put in and leave out. Anyway, so this girl has friends. Okay. As girls do. As girls do. And one day during our meeting, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, my friend says you're the hot tutor. And I was like, Whoa. I was like, oh, haha, that's really funny. Haha, <laughs> funny jokes. Spicy teacher vibes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and so I don't catch on. Apparently, mm. that's like a hint. Okay. As, oh, apparently. As, as the kids would call it, a hint. Is that what? Yeah, the kids. The kids call it a hint. Any hoosies. So this goes on for a couple of weeks. We have our meetings, we talk. We laugh, we giggle, we talk about whatever, we work on whatever, blah blahdy blah And so one day she writes me a note. As kids do. As <laughs> kids <laughs> do. I was going to say, how old were you in this? Scenario? Oh, yeah, let's let's just solidify, because we keep saying as the kids do. How old yeah. is... I mean, um, you, you tutor, like, recently? adults. Yes. Yeah. I was... You tutor, like, college people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just have to clarify. Yeah, uh-huh. I just want to clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is college. This is... Oh gosh, yeah. That, yeah. They, they, thanks for covering yeah, me you're back good. on that one. I got you. Um, I was. This was 2020, mm-hmm. so I was 1920-ish. Okay. Yeah. Right. And later, after the pandemic hits, um, this is embarrassing. But I was on Tinder, and I see this girl on Tinder. Wow. And I see that she super liked me. And so I'm like, oh, this is a really funny joke. Like, ha ha, I'm going to make fun of you that you're on. Anyway, <laughs> so I like her back. And then I message her, oh, ha ha, funny joke. Mm. And I later get the response of, it wasn't a joke. Ooh. And that, I have. Good, good job there. Yep. And I, then what? What did you do from there? So from there, did she move countries? <laughs> she moved states, thank God. Oh, she actually moved. Yeah, she actually moved. Um, he wow. ma- he makes girls move away. Yeah. Goodness, it's gracious, kind of a gracious crock. So that was it. That was the last conversation. It was just that wasn't a joke, and you didn't say anything. <sighs> I was tutoring after. Yeah. That. Did you follow up with that or? No, I didn't. Did you re- say oops? <laughs> what did you say? Oof? <laughs> he just messages her back. Oof. <laughs> oof. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Not the vibe. And not the vibe at all. Yeah, so that ended. And <laughs> it didn't <laughs> even start. No yeah. shit, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, I have plenty of those bad stories. I think, I think for now, I've embarrassed myself. Enough. <laughs> I, you know what I like? I want to address this because I didn't address it on the last one. Uh-huh. I liked that you called. Um, this just it nerds you a little bit. But you were talking about like life experience and like your your friend, and you were like, "See, growing up, I used all of my skill points on book smarts." <laughs> if you're a gamer, you get it. <laughs> he, he, he used all of his skill points. Yes. On his. Uh, not on his street game, but on no. his book smarts. Yes. Book smarts. So there you go. You're literally campaigning yourself. As, as book smart, you tu- clueless. You tutor, you tutor people. I tutor people. Yeah. yeah. You, you have glasses. Girls on TikTok think you're either hot or a murderer. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Good. Thank you for pointing that out. Thank you. When we were talking about the Zodiac Killer, somebody said, I don't care what the identity of the Zodiac Killer is. The guy in the glasses looks like him. Like the picture uh, hold on. I definitely will. Yeah, I definitely will. When we make this, hold I'm on. gonna pull up a picture of the Zodiac Killer. Good old Greg. Old Greg. In the in the edit. So I'm old Greg. Oh, Greg. I'm old Greg. I I drink Bailey's out of a shoe. What, what you doing in my swamp? Look, that's no. bro. Uh, that's you. No. You're the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You could you could have that Ted Bundy thing going on, like all the girls are into him, but he was. Like oh no! So I'm just destined to be a serial killer. Dumb ways telling to me. die. So, so many, many dumb, dumb ways to dumb. die. Dude, anyway, what do you mean that's me? I mean, no, 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 no. not so much the forehead wrinkles. 
not not yeah, the, you, yeah you don't have the you don't have the forehead wrinkles but i mean the face shape except for the fact that the sketch art has made him a little lopsided you're not lopsided i promise oh thanks you're welcome <laughs> i know who like let that guy be a sketch artist i don't know i, I know that looked like somebody in kindergarten and they were like hey buddy draw this murderer and they were like oh, got him got him got him that's why they that's why they never figured out who he was because the sketch artist was fresh out of kindergarten we're doing the police's job better than they did with the Zodiac Killer. Golly. Wow. We, could, we could have solved the case. We had all the information. We, <laughs> we know the responsible parties and associates. Oof. Um, speaking of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that transition. Speaking of there. wanted criminals, yeah. um, I made the mistake the other day of... Pooping while I was grocery shopping? Oh, my Lord. Common mistake. So Rookie mistake. This story. This story. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Just go for it. I went grocery shopping the other day for our daughter's first birthday party. And I go to the grocery store that I go to all the time. And I had, and I'm sure I'm not the only person who's experienced this. Please. I got in there and I started shopping, and as soon as I started shopping, I was attacked with explosive diarrhea. Okay, pause. <laughs> just like attacked is like, <laughs> oh wow, it just happened like out of nowhere. Every time we go out to do anything, he is attacked by this. You just don't expect it. Like, you just. All of Thank a sudden. You. What is up with guys, though? And, like, the I amount of know. time y'all sit in the bathroom. Are you a long bathroom sitter? I don't know. I mean, I'm scrolling All I TikTok. Know is him. I'm watching funny memes. Do you know if you sit on the bathroom too long on the toilet, mm -hmm. you get is it hemorrhoids? You can get hemorrhoids, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so, I don't know what it is. As soon as I walk into a store, is when my body goes, release everything. And I, you know. They're yep. like, oh, I'm ready to walk around for a while. And it's like, open the floodgates. And then. So anyway, the team. So, oh I, so I go to the bathroom. And they have like codes on the bathroom. Because homeless people will go in there and like do drugs and stuff. So you have to ask for a code. But luckily, somebody was coming out. So I didn't have to wait. I went straight in, mm -hmm. sit on the toilet. And I own the place. <laughs> <laughs> All right? We just. Yep. I own it. Clear as day. But the bathrooms are disgusting. Let me just yes. say that. There's like yes. poop smeared on the floor, on the walls. Like I'm trying not to touch anything. I'm just like, this is the worst moment of my life. I'm already so uncomfortable because it's so disgusting. Yeah. I'm sitting in there for a couple of minutes. A few people come in and out. And then all of a sudden, somebody walks into the bathroom and starts pounding on the stall. Your stall. On my stall. There's only one stall in this bathroom. It's a stall in a urinal. Pounding on the stall. Get out of there, bud. We know it's you. You're the only one in there. Get out of there. And I'm like, excuse me? And he's like, you're the only one in there. And then he says something like that I can't understand. You're the only one in there, small panel. I was like, say that? I'm the only one in here, and what? He's like, and yeah, we know you're the one smoking fentanyl in the bathrooms, so you need to get out of the store. So now I'm like, what in God's name is going on? I quickly try to finish up my business, get out of there, and the security is outside the door, and I'm like, what is going on? And he's like, we know you're smoking fentanyl in the bathroom. You need to get out of the store. You're the only one in there. And I'm like, I, I have n I've never touched fentanyl. I don't know how fentanyl works. I know it kills people. That's all I know. People yeah. have died using fentanyl. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a dad. I'm a husband. Look at me. I'm a normal person. What are you talking about? And he's like, you're the only one in there. And so they bring over another security guard, managers, other security comes up. And I'm like, do I look high to you? And he's like, your eyes are looking pretty big there, buddy, which I have big eyes. <laughs> what can I do? Zoom in on that. Iest. Zoom in on that. <laughs> These iest people. So it was this whole thing. The other guy starts sniffing me to see if I smell like fentanyl. The, the, the one guy who was like just this dirty looking security guy. It looks like he just bought a security hoodie at Walmart and then showed up. He's like, I know what fentanyl smells like, and you smell like fentanyl. And I'm literally, so now a crowd is gathering, and I have to say in front of a crowd, I was taking a dump. So what this guy thought was the smell of fentanyl is just the smell of my butt. So now I'm humiliated. I feel harassed. 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 And uh, finally, like, m after multiple managers came over, finally one guy was like, just go get your groceries real, qu real quick. 
And so I go get my stuff and I leave and they follow me out into the parking lot. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I, I'm a normal looking dude. This is a horror story. It was awful. It was the worst thing that has happened to me in public. Jeez. Yeah. So you get home. So I get home. He's so upset. Yeah. I'm, I'm like getting the house already. Our daughter's birthday's coming up. And he tells me the story. <laughs> so I get my, my flip flops and sandals on. No, Ooh, I don't know. She what went I was into the wearing. mode. I did. I got dressed, my nice jacket, and I went back oh, to the, the grocery store. She, w- I told her not to. I was like, don't go. It's going to be dramatic. She just like, goes. I need to get names, badge numbers. I was thinking police. I don't think they have badge numbers. Just <laughs> no, a they don't have badge numbers. They have dirty hoodies. <laughs> yeah, so I, I go up and I go back. And I was like, I cannot get into any ruckus here. So I need to just no be ruckus. calm and collected, which... I mean, and I was. I was very calm and collected. Good for you. The guy proceeds to call my husband aggressive and crazy for getting even upset about the fact that he went in and knocked on the door. Get this. He is loss prevention for Smiths. So I was like, in what world can loss prevention come and knock on your door? Like, right. and be like, oh, I'm going to get you for drugs. It's like, well, it's not even your job. Like you called the police, I guess. Yeah. If you're, I mean, I'm glad they didn't call the police on you, but it's oh, like, me too. Probably don't do that, especially if you have no evidence. Right. Just like, oh, I think <laughs> it smells like fentanyl. So, anyway, he was being completely like irrash. Like he was being like saying that everything you said wasn't true. Oh yeah, which is funny because I filmed the interaction. Yes, I have them all on all. camera. And he didn't even want the guy to let you go. And he was like, oh yeah, like he can finish shopping. He was like, oh, wait, no. And he, the guy's like, yeah, like we can't. Hold him here. What are you doing? And so, and so, what did he? He lied to you. Yeah, he said, "Oh, no one was kicking him out. No one told him he couldn't go." But, but I have him on camera saying that he told me to leave the store. So that situation is pending, I guess. Yeah, this was that's, at that's Smith's it. Grocery Store, which is a Kroger store. I'm not ashamed to say that because they haven't done anything about it yet. So they better get their butts on that because I'm offended. Did you file a formal complaint? They um I posted about it on Facebook and like Smith's corporate messaged me and was like, Hey, please send us all the information about this. So, and so I sent them all the information and they were like, Cool, well, we're sorry. And I was like, You better give me more than an apology. <laughs> because I was publicly humiliated, slandered, lied about. That was the it, I've never had anything so publicly humiliated. People are like gathering around. Listening to me have to defend myself because I was pooping in a grocery store. This is like straight out of like a reality television show yeah. or something. Worst thing. Yeah. Worst. Sounds terrible. Sounds terrible. That. Wow. Yeah. That's so a, there's my. That's my story of the week. That is quite. Yeah. Hello. And like, how do you even know somebody is going into the bathroom to smoke fentanyl? Do they have cameras inside the bathroom? So, so that's the thing. Multiple people came in and out of the bathroom. But his argument was that the the bathroom didn't smell like fentanyl until I was in there, which is stupid because it wasn't until I went in there that I had to poop really bad. Was he in there when you came in? He said that he went in. He said that he saw people come in and out and then somebody asked to use the bathroom. So he opened the door and smelled fentanyl. So he was like, I know what fentanyl smells like and this guy's doing it. And I was like. I'm I'm a regular shopper here. I'm a dad. Weird. I'm not. You have all uh, your teeth. Yeah, I have all my. Oh, that's why I kept saying, I was like, look at me. Do I look like I'm doing drugs? And they're like, well, we don't know. If you were doing fentanyl, like it would be pretty obvious. Yeah, I've, I would I've think. seen I people really who are addicts and they look awful. There's videos about it where they I like, fo- know. you know, those videos where they much. follow the addicts. They like track them like as they get worse to show people like the effects. So I don't know. They thought I just rolled in off the street to sit in the pooper and do drugs. Yikes. I was just trying to buy pasta. Dang. Rookie mistake. It's it's rough out here for a pasta pimp. You know? Don't <laughs> don't poop in the grocery stores. That is the takeaway from the story. Yeah. That I expect $1,000 in free groceries. That's what I'm fighting for right now. As you should. I want to own half of Smith's. That's me. I want to destroy the Smith's empire. <laughs> I want to take down this myself. empire from the inside. None of that is correct, but anyway. <laughs> I love it, I love That's it. how it goes. <clears throat> so, Brianna, you are on YouTube. I yeah. am. Can we talk about your content? Yeah, what kind of brought you to YouTube? What do you enjoy about producing content? 
What's one thing that maybe you have in the works right now that you're really excited about? Yeah, I think I started YouTube with a basic makeup tutorial. It actually got a lot of views, and it was terrible <laughs> quality. <laughs> um, I think 720p? I yeah, I, and I think I filmed it like a uh, portrait, but obviously like it goes into landscape, so it was just like a little square. Um, we all I have our better. beginnings. I finally turned my phone to the side, um, recording with the front camera. I mean, it was a rough start, but I, w I only made four YouTube videos, and then I met him, and I quit. So that was kind of the the story. Wait, talk about that, though. Talk about how YouTube yeah. impacted our life. Yeah, YouTube literally brought us together and is the reason why we're married. It is. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because I was making content and I made a video titled My Husband, having no earthly idea who my husband would be. Mm -hmm. And um, as I was... Hey, hey, no, keep going. Oh, okay. As I was... Okay, so I post that. I don't share it because it's about, like, you know, me praying about my husband and, like, who I was believing my husband would be like, blah, blah, blah. I don't share it. It's personal. I even cry in the video, which is kind of cringy. So, you, like, you posted it to YouTube, but you didn't yes. share it on your social media. I didn't, like, yeah, share it on social media, but some people were already following me, and somebody reshared it on my page on my facebook page and you found it i saw it so he clicks on my page my he's YouTube, like that's me he watches it and then i guess i was like i'm that man he's that guy <laughs> i'm that guy you were like i'm the guy she's talking about she's right prophesying now prophesying to me yeah it's me that's speaking of me mm. so i reach out and uh at the time i was in, in ministry DMs. we've talked about that and so i gave her like the most ministry like pastory ask out like instead of like hey let's I was just like, um, you know, I, I saw some of your content. How would you feel about grabbing coffee sometime? I'd love to talk about, like, just the dumbest, like, let's have a meeting. It was a meeting. Uh, so I turned that down. She turned it down. Because I was like, I don't need to have a meeting. Also, <laughs> Sheesh. I don't need to I have don't a meeting. I need that. Well, my birthday had just passed, so I, I just had my birthday. Um, I, can I, I'll say this, because this is a weird thing about us. This is a weird little thing to our relationship. His ex was getting married to my ex. Yeah. They were engaged at the time. We so didn't, he, I didn't know that they were. He didn't know that me and this guy had been together and him and this girl. I knew it was so obvious. And so I was like, I bet he wants to talk about that or like something. Oh, yeah. Weird. So she thought I wanted to meet up to talk about the fact that our exes were getting married. Or something. I was just like, I felt like, oh, Sus. no. Sus. Yeah, it was weird. And so, I'm just over here like, oh, I just like you. <laughs> <laughs> so I turned that down, and then he, I invited him to my graduation party. Oh. He shows up with a fully dry cleaned shirt from what? Forever 21? <laughs> I, yeah, I just took like my cheap ass clothes, got them dry cleaned. I went to the store and bought treats. Like I showed Delicious. up ready to court dress to impress <laughs> ladies he played and gentlemen. a song around the fire no the song he would sing to his wife on his wedding day <laughs> so what I can i say ladies and did gentlemen I, did i get the hint w riz no i did not get the hint because i still felt like it was businessy because you had started it with ministry i thought she got the hint i, w I was <laughs> i was oblivious from moment one that I didn't know. Oh, yeah. I thought, like, Everybody she's so into me. This is so <laughs> it. <laughs> we are so into each other. Slam dunk. And she's like, why does this preacher guy want to hang out so bad? But then what nailed it for me, this is like the nail in the coffin, mm. is that I went out with my friend, and when we came back to our home, he w he came in. Oh, no. You just rang the doorbell? Were you already there? <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't just walk into your house. That would be super <laughs> weird. That's super Zodiac vibes. Oh, God. No. you. Yeah, your, your roommate at the time. Yes. We you went guys out. had gone out for like a paint and wine thing. It was so and fun. And then we came back. And I, oh, it was pizza. I thought that the pizza guy was coming because she's like, I ordered pizza for you. So we're like waiting. And then the doorbell rang. And was there pizza? No. Huh. I had I had bought you a Blue Yeti. No, I know what you bought. Microphone me. because you had talked yeah. about doing because because of, of the YouTube videos. Sweet. Here's the move. You ready? 
This is the move. I need to, I need to take back? notes. Yeah, yeah. This let is me, the move. Let me pull out my notepad here. <laughs> I don't even know that the camera's recording anymore, so this is just for the people who listen okay. to the podcast. Okay, okay. I rang the doorbell. She answers. She's like, oh my gosh, hi. And I was like, hey, I wanted to give you a late graduation gift because I didn't bring a gift to her graduation party. Mm, w Riz. I had like wrapped it super nice. I'd put like a sprig of lavender in it. It was Whoa. beautiful. I give it to her. I give her the gift. Yeah. And I said, all right, bye. Have a good night. And she's like, oh, you don't want to come in? Or I was like, oh, no, 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 it's late. And I left. So she just left me to think. The confidence. Oh, yeah. let, me, let me tell you, if you give a girl a gift and you make it very clear that you don't want anything in return, that's the move. I wasn't like, I'm not here to come in. I'm not here to spend time. I'm just, I wanted to give you a gift and I'm going to go. Have a good night. Manipulation 101. Oh, okay. <laughs> we need to plant the idea seven layers deep into their subconscious in order to get them to like me. Oh, my goodness. Ryan's over here playing Inception. Yeah, he's playing Way games. to drag me. Way to no, drag me. No, but that was the moment I knew you were into me. Yeah. But I wasn't like, oh, yeah, like we're going to be married in six months. I had no idea. Which is what happened. We Which were married six months later. Yeah, and it, I'm not like a fast type of person, but it didn't feel that fast. And it was like, it just felt right and blah, 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 all the lovey-dovey stuff. But I think it was you sharing your heart for like what you wanted in your life. And it just lined up with what I wanted and like what you dreamed of and all the things that you talked about. It was like, oh, that's right on, right on with what I'm doing. And, yeah. and then our relationship just grew from there. Right. So, so pause real quick. You said something I thought was really uh, interesting. Yeah, pick it up that he his description of what he of how he wanted his life to look matched up with yours. Yes. Can you expand on that a little bit further? I think that's a really good like nugget there. And yeah. there's a lot of good. Well, yeah, cuz it it was more than like, "Oh, I'm attracted to you and we're having fun in the moment," but it's like I can see forever with you. And I can see like in the long haul, you're not just a moment person. Mm. And I think that that was important because I needed to know we were going in the same direction and not just, you know, just like a fling or something like that. Or right. Like, I, cause sometimes it is, it's, I think that people can be very different. And I, and I've learned since we've been married for like five years now is we are very different in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. but we still like our heart still like burns for the same things. Mm -hmm. even if it's like in a different way. So it just helped me to see, like I can see a future with you. And that's the picture he painted. And and it was true. Like if you painted a picture that was not what I wanted, I would have been like, peace out. Like you're cute. We're having fun, but I, I'm done. Bounced. Bounced. Yeah. And I wasn't good at that though, younger. I would just like kind of wait because it's like, oh, I like this person. So I'm going to hang around or whatever. But just save your... Save your time. And your and time. when I finally make, because we hung out for like two weeks, you know, I would just show up to things. We'd kind of be in the same place. And when I finally sat her down, it wasn't like, hey, like, let's date. But I sat her down and I was like, all right, here's why I, here's where I am with work. Here's where I am with life. Like, here's who I am. And here's what I see in you. And I would love to take the next six to eight months to have a really intentional friendship. And at the end of that six to eight months, like, see what see if marriage is on the table. Mm. Like, that's how I started it. Sheesh. It wasn't like, hey, let's date. It was like, yeah. let's hang out for yes. six to eight months and see if we want to get married. And her response was... I don't know why, but I said, <laughs> wow, six to eight months sounds like a long time. I mean... Yeah, so I was like, well, she... In that moment, it, I was so sure. Yeah, I was... Uh, yeah. And that's just what so. we did. Like, we did, and then we just hung out. And every time we hung out was just like super intentional. And we just talked about hard things and, mm -hmm. you know. And I will say, though, like everybody has their own journey and their own love story. And it wasn't easy no. like to be married. No. I think. So it's like when you do get married, it's like in sickness or in health, in like every like in the good and the bad. Mm -hmm. And there is like a lot of hard that comes with it. And I think it's just giving each other. Okay. This is kind of a hot take. I don't know. Frank's Ooh, red hot. Here we go. Frank's. It's time for a Frank's red hot take. <laughs> um, we got to get a soundboard right there. Yeah. I, I just don't want this to be taken wrong. I'm still thinking this through. So maybe you guys can help me, but it's okay for people to be toxic a little bit. 
Okay, yeah. Tell me what what do you mean by that? Yeah, expand on that. Because everybody online, I always see them saying like, ugh, this person I'm with is just toxic. Or that's like that that word is like trending. Like you're toxic, that's toxic. My mom is toxic, my dad is toxic, this guy is toxic. And it's just like we're all a little toxic at some point. Like if you came out perfect, great. That's great. That's you. But like most of us have Stuff. some stuff that is genuinely toxic so if someone's obviously like doing something toxic that's abusing you or like causing pain or what i mean obviously there's limits that you have to draw like there's there's joe from you the show on netflix <laughs> toxic <laughs> which is like beyond that's like there's like toxic. i'm gonna kill everyone in your life to protect you toxic and then there's like i have some childhood traumas toxic right? yeah like like when i would argue with you <laughs> i get really loud and i yell and that's probably toxic, but it's like, you just like, oh, she's so toxic. I can't be with her. I mean, maybe that's, th- I just, I think that you have to just work through things together and realize like, you need to be responsible for your behavior and realize that's not healthy for anybody mm-hmm. and take responsibility. Like give somebody the option to get, take responsibility. And if they won't, then you got to kind of move on. But right. I think that as a, as a partnership, as a married couple, like we have to give each other I don't the space to grow. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Yeah. And, and if someone's unwilling to grow, I think that's another conversation. But I don't know. A lot comes out in marriage that you don't expect. Like, I thought I was like, as a single person, I was like, oh, I'm great now. Like, my whole life is together. I'm ready to be married. And then I got married. Oh, same. Right before yeah. we right before we got married, I thought I got all my ish together. Oh, yeah. We talked about this. But, but at the same time, I had also just like lost all of my friends. For being toxic. So you you just don't know. Like you you could get I think you could get really, really good. What I tell people all the time is like if you're if you wanna be in a relationship, um, make sure that you are the most the type of person you wanna be yes. as you can get mm-hmm. because that's what you're gonna bring in. And once yeah. you get married, it's like putting your feet in concrete. It becomes a lot harder to move and change and adjust in marriage because now you've tied yourself to another person. It's much easier to change when you're single. So it's like make as many adjustments as you have to make, but you're probably going to miss some. And then marriage exposes all the adjustments you didn't make. It's a mirror to yourself. Like you get to see yourself. And then I think even having, like now that we have our daughter, it's like it's a mirror. I see myself. Oh, yeah, again. So differently. And I'm like, wow, I really have to self-regulate myself. Like I have to parent myself. Mm. even more than her sometimes like mm-hmm. you know she's just so free and <laughs> it's a guy eating so there's just a random guy it. eating ramen noodles on the tv behind us <laughs> i love that love that that's a oh, really cool background actually look it looks like he's sitting on the couch with us eating it's, ramen uh, it's spike from cowboy bebop oh yeah i forget you like know the anime stuff i do not any whoosies so I can't wait for Jonathan to get married and then see what comes out of him. Oh, Let's see what gets squeezed. What's gonna get? What's gonna get squeezed out of your orange Yankaroonies. when you get hitched? Yeah. Um. Well, a little bit of a segue, but like I think it's so important. Like coming out of dysfunctional families, I think all three of us kind of experience a little bit of that dysfunction and oh, still yeah. have relationships with parents that are a wounded, big little kid. Yeah. And oh, so for sure. navigating that, I think it really starts to come out in your 20s is what I'm experiencing right now. I turn I turn 23 in less than a month, March 24th. Dang, yeah. And this past, I thought 22 was going to be great. I thought it was going to be a Taylor Swift year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Yeah. yeah. You don't know about me, but I guess you wanted to. Anywho, I thought it was going to be just this excellent, like, woo! going but it was a lot a lot of like really deep painful like foundation adjustment and i think growing up in a place where you're kind of you inherit the foundation that your parents relationships forms and so as you kind of navigate in your 20s you start to realize that this foundation is super dysfunctional and it can't hold like a healthy stable life and so your 20s is taking like really demolition tools to that foundation to what isn't healthy because otherwise you're going to try to build a healthy life on it and it's going to cave one way or another just because you don't have that good foundation. Um, 
I guess you guys can speak to this a little bit. How did you guys start to change or how did parts of your foundation get highlighted in marriage and how did you kind of work through the the challenges of that? I th- I think you live I think okay I think every stage of life is a different stage of you waking up from some sort of delusion to be honest. Yeah. I like you're a kid and you are living in a dream state. Like you you think like your parents are superheroes, you have no idea what a tax is. <laughs> Like, oh when gosh. I get a boo-boo, somebody fixes it. Like, it's just like, ah, da 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 Right. And you can't wait to grow up as a kid. Right. And so then you do. You hit your you hit your 20s, just like you said. And it's like, now I have to start building stuff. Oh, shoot. What I'm trying to build on is useless. Now I need to start unlearning everything that my parents taught me. Not everything. Yeah. Some, some parents are fantastic. And if you have great parents, that's awesome. But it's like you're going to learn things from your parents that are like, oh, wow, that's not actually helpful for what I'm trying to build at all. Yeah. Or the culture. Yeah. Or the, yeah. And, um, and so you start having to unlearn things. Then you realize that maybe, maybe my parents weren't always superheroes. Shoot, dang. Right. And then you think, like, my mom was 21 years old when I was born. My daughter was born when I was 28 Wow. So it's just like, I couldn't imagine if I had a kid at 21 years old. I was an idiot when I was 21. So then it's like, then you get married. And marriage is another, like, you wake up from another delusion because you still think that you are the shit. And then you get married. And you're like, I might not be the shit. (laughs) I might actually be be really, I might just be shitty. (laughs) (laughs) I am, when I try to communicate, I am somewhat a shitty. And um, and so that's another delusion that you have to wake up from. Is like I'm not I'm not all that and a bag of chips. Like I have a lot of things to change. Mm-hmm. Then you have a baby, and that's another delusion that you wake up from. Like, oh wow, like this is what it means like to be a parent. Now you're it comes full circle. Like you had to unlearn everything from your parents. You had to move away from them. You mm-hmm. had to separate. And now you're relating to parents. Now you're like, oh my gosh. That's where they got it from. Now mm-hmm. I get to decide whether or not I'm going to be an a-hole. Like, is my is my child, when they're, when my daughter is in her 20s, how much is she going to have to unlearn from me? And I would like to be as little as possible. Yeah. Yeah. I And I love that. And I think that, like, part of my journey that I'm on has been not... Um, that's why I put like a disclaimer on being toxic. Like I'm not, I don't think you should let people who are hurting you just sit and stay in your life. But I think that you should allow people who have dysfunction to grow. Um, not that you can change them. And I think that's the biggest thing like that I had to learn in marriage is that my husband wasn't responsible for my happiness. Mm-hmm. Cause I felt Ooh. like, Oh, if I don't feel good or what, like do the things that I need you to do. Mm-hmm. And in the same way, my daughter or, family or anyone is responsible for my health or my happiness and if I like put that on them that's just unrealistic to do and so it's I don't know because I've I've had hard times and you've given me the space to grow Mm because it's hard it's hard to break habits that are just like not healthy and it's like yeah this is hurting me this is hurting our family I need I need you to give me that space to grow Mm -hmm. um and so yeah I think the first step for me was just taking responsibility because you can blame everybody and you could actually have real truth and real reasons. Like this person really hurt me. Mm -hmm. My family really didn't give me this. I'm really lacking that. Yes. Those can all be true, but you have to take responsibility at some point or your whole life is victim to somebody else's decision. And that's not reality, right? Like we should have the freedom to, to change and it's hard, but it's like, wow, I'm doing that and it's no one's making me do it. Yeah. So I'm going to, I think we we learned the hard way in our marriage what what we had learned from like different marital talks or whatever which is your behavior doesn't dictate my behavior. Yeah. Um and so that was like that was a huge thing was like how you're treating me doesn't dictate how I act. Mm-hmm. And I think we definitely had to learn that the hard way. Um like early on in marriage like that feels so right. It's like you're not treating me right, so I'm I am not treating anybody right now. Yeah, I, absolutely. Like you're treating me badly, so my behavior goes out the window. And you need to learn really fast that that's just not the case. 
Like, I mean, it's the same in friendship, I think. And I think people have a hard time with that, too, if they don't learn it. Like, they don't keep friends very long. But mm -hmm. it's like, your behavior doesn't dictate mine. Mm -hmm. Like, you be responsible for you. I'll be responsible for me. And let's do our best to be good to one another. Mm -hmm. So, you do. You just have to learn how to be responsible for your behavior no matter what anybody else is doing. Yeah. That's, that's, that's so, so good. And... I can definitely relate to when you guys are like, oh, I have all my stuff together and I'm single. Yeah. That that came crashing down uh, <laughs> when this year at 22. I was like, oh, I'm fine. Everything's great. And everything's hunky-dory. And I'm doing great. You're doing great. So we're just going to be, we're just going to do great. And that's what we're going to do. <laughs> Kerplunk. Curve. What was the moment? Yeah, what was the curve? What what did it? What oh, made the turd hit the water? Man. So I think I want to hear Kerplunk. Kerplunk. I think it was when uh, my mentor and my pastor stepped down from ministry. That was the moment where like I was like crapola. It so like 2020, as soon as the fall semester started from 2020, yeah, um, I get a call that my parents are getting a divorce, and that was a spiral of a lot of working through pain and trauma, and and oftentimes what we what we don't really understand or look at with with dysfunctional families is not everything is clear black and white as we want it to be. Right. I think uh, me being a school smart person and liking, you know, math and chemistry and biology, all these things that have one answer and the answer is clear. But in dysfunction, you don't have that clear black or white. Oftentimes, so many things are in shades of gray and you have to find the parts of that that were white and the parts of that were, which were black and, and do a lot of work there. And so 2020 happens Boom, get that, work through quite a lot. And then I'm on this path um, underneath my pastor. I was like, man, I'm going to do ministry. I'm going to go to Bible college. I'm going to do seminary. I'm going to do something along that way because I think that ministry is it. And then just the pastor had invested quite a lot of time in into me and in, in, in our relationship and just like talking. I mean, we talked about dumb things like, hey, I think this girl at work has a crush on me. How do I tell <laughs> if she actually has a crush on me? Yeah. And everything from that to careers. And and thankfully now, looking back, I have a relationship with him outside of a ministry, which he just he just seems a lot happier outside of ministry, mm -hmm. which anyways, that's that's a topic for another time that we don't quite have time to get into right now. Yeah. But... I was planning to like pursue an associate pastor position underneath him and really work towards that goal of like ministry and making it as a person. Right. And when he stepped down, what I realized is I'm trying to find a person or a male role model in my life to take the position of God in my life. Hmm. Whoa. And so I put all of these hopes and aspirations and dreams on this male role model, but people are human. Like, yeah, so we see all the time in the media, like celebrity cheats on whatever in this, in this marriage is, and everyone's so surprised that this is happening. Oh it's yeah. Sad. It's like all that happened was we just lifted up the curtain. Yeah. And, and that was the thing I, I really felt like the, the Lord was was saying to me in this kind of this past season over Christmas was, John, all I'm doing is lifting up the curtain to show you what's broken. Mm. What you want to do with that afterwards is up to you. Uh, whether or not you want to go in and try to fix and work on the things that are broken is totally up to you. But it's out of my love for you that I want you to be healthy. Yes. And in the moment and seeing all of that brokenness, it felt like it was a punishment. It felt like, are you freaking kidding me, God? <laughs> I finally try to get myself on the right path. I'm pursuing these things for you. I feel like I'm doing the right things. And I was right. probably doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, and that was just kind of revealed to me. And so, 
the past couple months have just been kind of real intensive look about like how do I see myself, what value do I place on myself, and what value do I place on other people's opinions and the way they see me. And you know, I, I still uh, I'm still working on that to this day. I mean, Ryan can attest. Takes it's like pulling teeth to get <laughs> get me to tell him anything. <laughs> <And then laughs> I, know, he, <laughs> I know you'll keep the most random yes. secrets from me. It's my best friend, and uh, and I'll just find stuff out. I'll just find stuff out. I'll be like, "What are you What are you doing right now?" And you're like, oh, "I've been I've been doing this for a year." And I'm like, Excuse "What do you mean? What do you yeah. mean you've been doing that for a year?" Oh, oh I just didn't, I just didn't bring it. Up. You didn't ask. You didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think the 20s is getting over. You didn't ask. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Just being real. Yeah. I'm like, when did you start wearing tidy whities? And you're like, for a year, bro. What are you talking about? That was the exact conversation. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> verbatim. <Nailed> verbatim. It. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, this has been really good. I'm, yeah. That's some real stuff. Yeah. This is real good. I mean, I feel like all three of us in different in different stages, because um, you're, you're 22, mm-hmm. uh, 27. My wife is 27, and I'm 29. Mm-hmm. And so we all at like different stages have kind of experienced the same things. Yeah, You know, like all three of us have been in a place where we thought, this is what I'm going to do. This is my destiny. This is exactly what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And then that's not it. And then you just have to refigure it out while you're figuring out who you are. So, well, and I, cause I think that that is kind of the flow of our culture, our society is what is it? What are yeah. you here for? What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. What are you going to make of this life that you have? And you keep trying to find it. Mm-hmm. And then it, when it doesn't work out, it's like, it feels like you lose everything because you base so much of, I mean, you're asked that question from a very young age. Right. What are you going to do with your life? What do you want to yeah, be when you grow exactly. up? exactly. Like, what do you want to do? And it's like, I'm still figuring that out. Like, I'm a mother. I'm a manager. I, I'm, I don't know a granddaughter like uh, there's a lot of things i'm doing and it's all gonna change mm-hmm. like i don't know what i want to do with the rest of my life um i don't know and then that comparison like i'm not doing enough or this person it's working out for right why isn't it working out for me why don't i why doesn't that door open for me i think what you just said is crazy and important for people to hear so if you're listening to this, I hope, you know, if you've made it this far, like this is an important thing because you just said like, I don't know what I want to do with the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're a kid or even when you're a young adult, um, if, especially if you're going into college, there's kind of this pressure to be like, OK, what do you want to do with your life? Mm-hmm. And it's, it feels like you need to figure it out. And if you don't, you're screwed. Right. But it's like we're parents. We're yeah. parents of yeah. a one year old yeah. and we still don't know for a fact like you can you cannot know what you want to do with the rest of your life and still do the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. You can live the rest of your life That's even so if you good. don't know exactly what you're doing for the rest of it. Yeah. Do something this year, do something else the next year. Change, move, grow. Uh, you know, go broke, go big, like and just keep yeah. being you. I, you know I was thinking about recently, you know that saying like um like be water like whatever container you're in, like yeah. so. I thought of a better one. Like this is what I. This is mine. This is mine. You can borrow it if you want. I'm gonna say from now on, I'm soup. Put me in whatever container, and I'll conform to the container. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna be the same flavor. Mm. Ooh. I'm gonna have Ooh, the same spicy. ingredients. Yeah, I like it. I so, like it. be soup. Be soup. Yeah, I I think being water is good. Being soup is good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm be, a bit be able a to brick, fit anywhere. I, was you that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I want things a certain way. I want to do things a certain way, but yeah. I am trying to be s- chopped up brick. You have brickish tendencies. Sometimes you're, sometimes you're, yeah, sometimes you're stiff, and sometimes you need to loosen up. So that's the lesson of the day, ladies and gentlemen. I think we should close it off there. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Thank you, Brianna. Thanks so for much. coming on uh, Docs and Crocs. This is the official Flops Docs, and Crocs, Socks, and Flip Flops episode. <laughs> um, I'm I hope p- I don't get roasted on this. No, it's going to be great. People are cool. Um, if you're not, the internet's a great place. Yeah. The internet is an amazing place. What can I it's say? Toxic. Make sure that you're following us on TikTok. Um, we do a lot of fun stuff on TikTok. Um, follow us on social media. We have all the all the social medias. Uh, Instagram. Uh, we're on YouTube now. So actually, if you'd like to see half episodes 
of the Docs and Crocs podcast. If you're a video type of person, we're going to put up half episodes of our podcast on YouTube starting this week. You won't want to miss um, it. There's a lot of clips. A lot of the same clips that are on Instagram or TikTok are going to go up on YouTube, and then you'll get half episodes. It's all Docs and Crocs, D-O-C-S-C-R-O-C-S. Boom. So Thanks so much for tuning in again this week for... Episode four. Episode four. And we'll can't wait to see you next week for episode five. Yeah. We're going strong and we're not slowing down. Yeah. See you then. <laughs>